what you love uh, in our church, and that's some way where you can connect, uh, maybe on a fortnightly basis, a weekly basis, and, and as Bailey said in that video, there are small groups are an incredible way where, where people know your name and where you can pray for each other and, and be supported in that. So, so if that's you, wouldn't you just you can fill out a connect card in front of your seat after the service. That'll be so so good. Well, well, it's fantastic to have everybody here today, and we, we've got a, a big service today, and and afterwards you'll see a spa pool over here. We don't normally have a spa pool in church if you're new today. It's just, uh, but but in our second service today, we're going to be uh, baptizing some people who are taking that next step in, in following Jesus today, which is so, so good. So that's, if you want to stay for that as well, you can grab a coffee in the break and, and jump into that service as well. That would be so, so good. Well, well, I love the fact that here at Elam Christian Center, we exist, uh, exist to be a center of hope to reach, serve, and influence our world for God, our communities, our neighborhoods, for God to show his love and, and, and point the way of hope that is found in Jesus Christ. And, and, and you've joined us today in, in week three of our series called Into the New. Uh, and, and now, I, I think you're probably, a, you're probably a lot like me in the sense of that we've come through a crazy season in our history and, uh, and, and of our country and the stuff that's going on around the world. And, 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 and I've heard it said, and I've even said myself, that I can't wait once this is over to go back to some normality and to go back to what we knew was normal. And, 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 but uh, this series is all about not going back, but stepping forward, moving forward into something new that God has for us, because the truth is He does have something new for us and, and, and about going back sometimes there's, if you're like me once again that some of the things that were back there weren't actually that great and, and probably not as, you know, as good as what we think they were and not actually worth going back to. I think we're in a season where, where there's an opportunity for us to maybe reset and relook forward to the future with what God has for us. So, so that's week three, and, and week, next, next week, actually, we're going to be finishing this series off. We've got a guest a speaker, Pastor Ants Covers from Hamilton, so don't miss that as well. But, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Today, did you know, we're going to talk about bones today. So I've got a, I've got a guest who's going to come and join me on the stage right now, and uh, bones. Did you know that you have 260 bones in your body right now. But when you were born, you actually had 300 bones in your body. Over half of your bones, oh, g'day, he's a bit fresh, a bit cold today. Um, but half of your bones are actually in your hands and your, whoop, his foot is not right there. Oh, that's a bit painful. <laughs> but half of your bones are in your feet and your hands. But did you know there is one body, uh, one bone that is not connected to any other bone? So that song that we sing as children is not quite right. There is one bone in your body that is not connected to any other bone in your body. It's called the hyoid, and it's actually underneath your tongue. It's surrounded, you didn't know that, did you? Yeah. It's surrounded by muscles, and, and it's almost like a little floating bone that sits under your tongue. Your bones are amazing things. W without them, you would just be probably a little pile on the floor with bones, because bones are a framework, are a structure that help you to live life. Your, your bones create, uh, have a structure that protect your vital organs, the things that are inside of you. But here's the thing, without breath, you are just bones. Without breath, you are not living. 
and you are not alive. And, and, and this morning, I, I just kind of felt that in this series of, of, of looking to the new, that, that God was wanting to just to put it out there this morning. It was on my heart about new life. And what would the question is, so what would it take for you to make that decision to start a new life? What, what would happen? What would, what would be the scenario around it for you to maybe move forward or to step into a new life? Maybe a global pandemic. Um, maybe, maybe it's financial struggles, or, or this sounds pretty familiar in our world at the moment. Maybe it's around security of, of job, or maybe it's around loss. But what would it take for you to decide that, uh, that I need to reset Draw a line in the ground and move forward into something new, into a new life in Him. Because here's the, here's the truth I want to tell you this morning, that, uh, that God has a plan and a purpose for each one. That there's hope, that there's love, and there's mercy, and there's grace, and it's all found in the name of Jesus. Because the truth is that 2020 is probably one of those years that a whole lot of us would like to forget right now, and, and maybe that we wish we, we would hurry up, because, because there's, there's, there's a lot of people, exhausted people around right now, and, and our children, we've all walked through different scenarios, and and for some, we're feeling maybe discontented. Maybe we're feeling frustrated. Maybe we're feeling exhausted. Maybe we are just feeling like a bag of dry old bones. Maybe, I know for some that they might say that, oh, we have creaky bones, we have sore bones, we have, some people might say that people are as good as a bag of old bones or they're as good, useful as a bag of old bones. And, and sometimes bones are, are a thing that kind of signify the end or, or something that is not alive. And I want to say today that Jesus Christ revives and restores old bones to new life. And, and this morning on the big screen, we're going to read an amazing passage of scripture this morning from, from a, a guy called Ezekiel. Uh, and Ezekiel had, uh, God got hold of him and gave him a vision or maybe like a, like a dream uh, that maybe we, we have today. And, and this is, we're going to read it this morning, so it's a bit to read, but it's an amazing picture uh, of God reviving something that was not alive. Ezekiel 37, verse 1 to 14, it says this. It says, the hand of the Lord was on me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord, that's Ezekiel, uh, and set me in the middle of a valley. It was a valley full of bones. And he led me back and forth. Uh, it, was, it was full of bones. And I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very, very dry, like they'd been there for a long, long time. He asked me, verse 3, Son of man, can these bones live? And I said, Sovereign Lord, you alone know. And then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to these dry bones, Hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath into you and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you, make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. And, and then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as, the, as I was commanded, and as I was prophesying, there was a noise, like a rattling sound, as the bones come together, bone to bone. Uh, I, looked, I looked, and tendons and flesh appeared on them, and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. And then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says, 
come breath from the four wings and breathe into these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me and breath entered them. They come to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. And what, what an incredible picture or, or vision or dream of, or if you could imagine maybe, maybe a valley or a whole field full of bones, just but dry bones that have been there for, for a long, long time. And, and in, the, in the context or the season that, that this was written was, was a series, series of where the Babylon, uh, there, was, there was a captivity going on and, and the Israelites had been dragged off into exile, like they're being deported being deported to a, to a foreign country. They weren't living in their own homeland anymore. And, and it was like, like living in a, in, a, in a black hole. It was like everything that they'd known was gone, was, was taken away. And what would happen in those times is, is that they would, they would deport people so they would lose their identity. They would lose their culture. They would lose their freedom. They would lose everything that was them. Uh, in a foreign land. And, and here's, here's the thing, that, the, that Ezekiel, this, this picture was, was for the people, and they, they, actually, they actually started to wonder whether their God had been defeated by another God. So it was like an attack on their faith, just not for them, them personally as well. That, that was, it was almost like the Babylonian king or the God was, was stronger, was greater than their God that they knew which was not true, but they walked through a season. And, and, and one, of the, one of the hard things about this season was the valley of bones. When, when bones had no proper burial, that was a sign of disgrace. That there was no consideration given to those bones of, of being buried properly. And, but when they were exposed to the elements, how they would be there for everyone to see of the disgrace and the shame that had been suffered and, and I just wonder here, just with the season that we've, we've been through and, and been in and looking forward to, to step into new life, that, that the thing is this, is that my God is not, he is not only just the creator of life, but he's a restorer of life. He, he come to, he, he, if you don't know the story in the Gospels, how Jesus Christ was, died on a cross for you and for me, was, was buried in a tomb, but he rose again to, to free us, to give you liberty and freedom. That's the God that I serve, that he is a resurrecting, alive God. And, and I just believe for many here that, that this is a season, this is a, a time where, where if you step over the line, if you want to really hold on and grab onto a new life that's in Jesus Christ, now's your time. Why wait for another week or wait for another day? Because there's a life that he has for you and for me. It's, there's a new season. There's a, a season where you can stand strong and be firm rather than maybe following all the storms and all the, the stuff that's going on in our world and being subject to that, but living a new way and with a new life in Jesus Christ. And, and, and you can rise again. You can live again from, from where you are right now. I believe that God has a plan and a purpose for each one of you. You can live again. You can have a new life and and this morning, I've got really three quick fire things this morning to help us in that. And, and to learn to live again, the first thing that, that I think is really important is this, is to use your voice to declare. Use your voice to declare. Not, I'm not talking about positive thinking here or, or positive repetition that kind of gets you up in the morning and kind of gets to motivate you, but I'm talking about declaration. And, and, and so the first thing is that you have to do to, to know what to declare is to define truth. 
And where is the truth? And can I say today that, that I believe there's only one place that we can find that, and that's in the Word of God, uh, the Bible, where it is, uh, the Bible is living and active and breathing. It's like Jesus in the flesh for us. I, I think today there's so many things about fake news, and, and we have so many internet sites and apps that we go to look for to, to, to encourage us. And to, can I say that there's probably not much truth on TikTok, Facebook, Snapchat, or Instagram. <laughs> I'm just bursting bubbles here this morning. I can see it. Disappointed faces everywhere. It's like we, we have to go to the place that holds truth for us. And when you declare that truth, it, it's, like, it, it's like you can speak to bones, dry bones, Declaring the word of God, because remember, it, it, is, it is God breathed, it's living and active. Declaring over your situation, over your life. I, I just believe that sometimes that we, we can actually declare, we can have, be more vocal about things we're against than what, than what the things that we're for. That sometimes we can be more, more, more stronger in our keyboard warriors online about the things that we, we don't like to say to people's faces. We can do it more there, but, but I, I just wanted today to, to almost like draw a line in the sand and, and, and to start to declare the truth of the Word of God over your life, over your businesses, over your families, over your children, over the situations that you are facing, because, because he says a whole lot of things that will revive the situations that you're facing. The same power that rose Jesus Christ from the dead is available to you. I, I just think we're going to activate it. And I think the, one of the first ways we activate it is by we speak it out. We declare the truth of the word of God uh, over these dry bones. There's a power in declaring. And, and God said to Ezekiel, prophesy. And, and if you're not sure what that word is, pro- prophesy is like, it's like to speak out, to declare. Uh, but to declare what? Uh, God gave him the words to say and told him what to say. And like, like prophecy, prophecy is speaking it out as it should be according to God's word. And there's amazing power there. And I just wonder, how would your life change? How would your life change that, that this week, if you're, if you're facing situations and it just gets you angry, I wonder what, what, what would it do if you were to, to go to the word of God first or, or just even, even pray under your breath that God what do I do here? Give me the words to declare. I just, I just wonder how situations may turn around for good and what you thought was going to be for evil or for harm. When we start declaring the word of God over our situations, I think the power of God is activated when you declare it. When you declare it. But here's the thing. You've got to be bold. You've got to be active. You've got to declare it with your voice with your mouth. Uh, Ezekiel, I, I can just picture there Ezekiel in this, and as God is in this valley of Bible, and they're dead. They've been dead a long time, and God is trying, is trying to inspire them to say this. Say that. Declare this. Prophesy life. Prophesy breath. Uh, prophesy that they will live again. And, and could you imagine that where something is really dead, like dead, dead, been dead, dead for a, a long time, the deadiest dead that you've ever dead seen. And, and like God is, is saying, like prophesy to it yeah. and, and command it to live again. Yeah. I, I just, 
I, I just kind of feel like there's, there's, there's things in, in, in my world and I'm, I'm picking things in your world where we were kind of like giving up hope because they're just not working. Right? Can I say maybe your week would look a whole lot different this week if you, if you look through a different set of eyes and started declaring the truth of the word of God, that they will live again. Commanding breath to come into it. Hallelujah. Use your voice to declare. The second thing is this, to learn to live again is this, to use your ears to hear. Use your ears to hear. See, what, what you tune into, what you listen to, uh, it's amazing how that has effect on you. And, and, and after the first few weeks in a, of lockdown, we actually st- I stopped watching the news because it was all about bad, bad, fear, fear, this, 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 this. And, and it was amazing how it, it, started, it started kind of making me to shrink back or to, to step back or to, uh, to not do things that I would normally do. And, and, and see, what you hear affects your tomorrow and the days ahead of you. Uh, and, and so once again, tune into the right source. Yeah. Tune into the right source. See, in our world today, there, there's lots of voices, there's lots of opinions, and, and, and many of them may be well-meaning and comforting, uh, but they're not necessarily true. Uh, see, I, I choose to build my life on the instruction of, of the Word of God. I, I choose to live on the guidance of His Word. Uh, I, I choose to choose that the, I, I want the breath of God in me, like His Spirit in me, because it's living and it's active, because I choose to open His Word. I choose to, to discover what His Word uh, says to me and how that affects my everyday life. What you hear can change everything. I choose to hear what the Word of God is saying. That doesn't mean there's no storms or there's no seasons of, of hardship. But here's the thing. He always promises to be with us, to never leave us, to walk with us. I, I, think, I think we're in a season where it maybe feel, feels pretty stormy or we're coming out of a storm, but that's exactly where Jesus hangs out, in the middle of storms. That's where the power of God for you and for me works in the middle of the storms because he is with you. He's not waiting on the safe side of the shore. He is in the storm. See, tomorrow on your way to work, tomorrow on your way to work or dropping the kids off to daycare or school, and I, I just wonder how, how conversations would, would change, would turn around for you if, you if you heard a different voice in those conversations. Uh, that, that you heard a, heard, a, heard a different voice speaking to you about, about speaking hope, maybe speaking kindness or love or, or support or help, rather than the gossip of the crowd. Because gossip is juicy, right? But it's not healthy. And 99.999% of the time it's not true. Listen to the truth of the Word of God. I just think that there's some conversations for each one of you and, and for me this week that are going to come. And if I, if what I'm hearing, I can either speak life or I can speak dry bones. And I want to speak a life this week. The third thing and final thing is this, is that to learn to live again, use your heart to breathe. See, God said to Ezekiel, God said to Ezekiel, declare this over these dry bones. And and God was telling him to say this, I will put breath in you and you will come to life. And 
The fascinating thing about, about the word that's used here, both in the Greek and in the Hebrew, uh, ruah is the Hebrew, pneuma is the Greek word, and they both translate to breath or to wind and spirit. Breath, wind, and spirit. And here's the thing, God's spirit is the key. See, with God's spirit in you, the, the Holy Spirit, his breath, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Even dead, dry bones can live again with his breath. Without the wind of the Holy Spirit, without the breath of God in your life, it will feel like dry bones. And maybe you've tried the, the religious thing. Maybe you've tried being religious and you've discovered that it's not for you. I'm with you. I'm with you. It's not about religion. It's about the relationship that I find in Jesus Christ. With his grace and his mercy and his, and his love, it's, it's a relationship with him. The Bible says that we've all sinned and fallen short. Not one of us deserve it, but his gift of eternal life was given out of resurrection, of breathing his life into us anew, that we may have a new life. Band, you guys could come just quietly. That would be fantastic. See, what we learned from Ezekiel was this, and the dry bones is that God will always do what he says he will do. Even, even if we don't see it maybe in our lifetime, it, it shows us that even the deadliest of, or the deadest of dead things can be resurrected and revived and restored and live again. And, and, and I just felt that, that this morning that God wanted to revive some things in our lives, maybe in, in your life and, and in my life. And, the things that we've kind of discounted as that's the way they are, that the, it's over, it's finished, it's, it, it's, it, it's just had its day. Can I, can I say that, that God is a, is a God that wants to breathe new life into you today? Freshness of the Spirit. It's about moving forward into the new. It's about forgetting the, the old bones and not going back there, but stepping into the freshness that He has for you and for us. And, and that only happens through faith in Jesus Christ. Romans 8, 8, 37 says this, And I am convinced that neither, neither death nor life, that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Nothing. But the reality is that life does throw curveballs at us. Things that we, we don't expect. And, and this week, this week I, we, we just got a Facebook message from a friend and it, and it said this, it said, so I'm letting all of those that I haven't contacted yet know that I have been diagnosed with lung cancer, not me, a friend. Praise the Lord. I have a 95 millimeter tumor on my left lung and some lymph node involvement on the other side. I will have radiation therapy and chemo, but no appointment so far. Then she says this, but on a great note. I'm thinking like, what? <laughs> great note? On a great note. I believe God is a healer, that Jesus died for my sins. And sickness, and he rose so we can have eternal life with him. Get this. So it's a win-win for me. God heals me here, or I get to go home to spend eternity with him. That doesn't mean I'm not ready, but for me, it's a win-win situation. See, to know Jesus... It's a win-win situation. 
we get to the gift of new life and to live again. Come on, why don't we pray? Why don't you close your eyes right now, Father? Father, right now, I pray, Lord, right across this room. Lord, for the things that maybe in our, in our lives that we're, we're just so struggling with right now, oh God, that they seem hard and, and maybe dead and dry like, like old bones, Lord. Father, I thank you that you're a restorer, that your heart is to revive us, Lord God, to resurrect things, Lord. And so, Father, right now, Lord, I pray for each one that you're speaking to. Lord, I pray the resurrection power of Jesus Christ into each heart and each life, oh God. Lord, would you restore, Lord God. Would you renew, mighty God, I pray. In the name of Jesus. Come on, maybe right now, just wave your eyes still closed. If, if, if that's you this morning, even, even just while no one's looking around, if, 